All right, welcome to Coffee with Marcus and Mark. In this show, we are going to talk to you about what's happening in the markets and how we are trading it. And today, it's the end of the week. It's Friday, September 8th, and stocks extend their losing streak. Yesterday, stocks were falling again. The Nasdaq now has four losing days in a row. So how much further will they fall? And what does this mean for our position and the trades that we gave you here this week? That's what we're going to take a look at today. This is your first time here. I'm Marcus Hardcutter. This super smart guy over there is my head coach, Mark Hodgson. We are real traders who trade live accounts. So therefore, we got a lot of trading experience and we're showing you how we trade these crazy markets. So trust me, we know our stuff and we're not afraid to tell you like it is. So if you're here looking for some honest insights into the fascinating world of trading, you are in the right place. And yeah, boy, what a week, Mark. It has been after back-to-back wins uh, the last two weeks. This week, not doing too hot with uh, the short holiday week and uh, a bit of a struggle. Yeah, I mean, because if we, if we really zoom in and we see, okay, this is where we had Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, no, actually, this was um, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I'm all confused. Anyhow, you get the idea. This week was a dumb week. <laughs> it seems that we will have a losing week here. And as we can see, the S&P 500 dipped below the 50-day moving average. Right now, it's trying to attack it to the upside, but it's acting as resistance, as it seems right now. And that's exactly where we're at. We're a little bit positive, not enough to make up for the week's losses. It was... Uh, back-to-back-to-back losses for the week on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday before a small gain so far today. And we just have to see where we end up, Marcus. Yeah, and uh, I mean, the big news this week uh, was crude oil. Crude oil that has just been marching higher. And if we look at it, hasn't been is trading at levels that we haven't seen uh, in almost a year. So the last time we saw the levels where crude oil is attacking $90 a barrel, uh, was uh, pretty much last uh, November, I believe. This is when it was. So almost a year ago. And uh, this is where, okay, we know that inflation is sticky and higher crude oil prices don't necessarily help. Now, first people always think, okay, this means that I have to pay more at the pump. But that's not the only place where higher crude oil prices are factoring in. Yeah, you're... Absolutely right. It, it trickles into the economy in various ways. I mean, even just like airlines and travel, and uh, it it is something that is closely watched. And uh, I would say that with no real economic data this week that was significant, it was about crude oil and its impact on inflation, and maybe a little concern over a China trade war, uh, at least impacting Apple. But I think that next week is going to be a little more significant when we get some real data coming out. Yeah, if you look ahead at next week and the economic calendar next week, that's when we have more inflation data coming out. On Wednesday, we have the CPI data, the Consumer Price Index. On Thursday, we have the PPI, the Producer Price Index. So this is, I mean, it's not the Fed's favorite inflation gauge, but everybody is waiting of, okay, how are we doing with inflation? Is it really, does the Fed get under inflation under control or do they need, need to keep raising interest rates? Exactly. And although that data is for the previous month, it is significant because the Fed is going to be looking at trends, right? 
what is the trend? What is the expected path? And of course, they are going to address crude oil uh, and energy prices. I, at least I'd be surprised if they don't in the Fed meeting the following week. Right. So that is coming up. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I mean, it'll be a busy next two weeks. Uh, yeah. we, we just talked about Apple. So uh, let's let's bring up Apple here for a moment. Uh, just see my, that my keyboard needs to reconnect, which sometimes it needs to do. I don't know. I just ordered a new iPad. <laughs> so, but yeah, uh, so we talked about Apple and this is where we see that Apple over the last two days has just uh, been decreasing like crazy. And, you know, it's interesting because really getting hammered in, in two days, but also pulling back the previous uh, support. So not in a, a virtual free fall. You know, when I look at this chart and I, I consider the news, of course, it, it hit the stock, but it doesn't look like traders are just panicking. And today up a little bit. So uh, we'll, we'll see where we, we go. But I, I would say that this pullback actually is healthy within the context of the entire trend. Yeah. And yesterday, uh, I mean, Apple popped up on the wheel scanner uh, at a level of 170. So uh, you were able to sell 170 put expiring today. Uh, since yeah. we are full, we didn't take the trade, but it seems that this is working out great because today Apple has a little bit of a rebound up 0.8% so far. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Want to take a look at our positions? See what's happening there? Sure. Well, let's take a look at the, the heat map first. As we can see, I mean, you mentioned it. Today, uh, markets are slightly up and it's across the board. I mean, pretty much everything is up. NVIDIA, the only one that is still dropping, but other than this, uh, we say that Apple has a rebound. Uh, we see that Microsoft is up, Google is up a little bit, uh, Amazon, Tesla. I mean, not a whole lot. Today, it almost seems that traders are taking a breather, again, after a short week, but after we, we had these down moves every single day of the week uh, that we were trading, so on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, that right now it's a little bit kind of lackluster trading, would you say? Yeah. Yeah, and it just kind of a, a, a quiet day. I know that there's some green and, and energy oil plays are, are doing well uh, today, but not a whole lot going on. Yeah, if you look at a five minute chart of the S&P 500, uh, then we see that, okay, uh, we, we opened right where we closed yesterday, started pushing a little bit higher, now going back a little bit. But uh, I mean, yeah, the Dow is up 0.3%. The S&P is up 0.32%. The Nasdaq is up 0.25%. So that's not a whole lot of movement. And I think after uh, a few down days in a row here, just a little bit of a, of a technical bounce back. Sure. I'd agree. All right. So let's take a look at our trades and uh, let's see how these trades are doing. And uh, first up here, a trade that we did enter yesterday, uh, which is ALB. So ALB entered yesterday. Um, we did sell the 180 put expiring next week. Is that correct? Yeah, the 180 put. Yep. So right here um, and it expires next week right now. ALB still falling down 1.4%, trading at uh, 184.95. Nothing for us to do there. ALB has been good for us in the past couple of weeks. So this is where we are doing a reset after we got assigned at uh, 195 for me, 192.50 for you. 
it dropped, we sold calls, we got called away, and now uh, we're trading it again because we still like this stock. Yep. I, I think uh, numbers-wise, ALB looks good, and the 180 strike, you just couldn't pass that up. So uh, even right now, it looks like there's the, the same premium we got yesterday, if not some more. Yeah. And I think it's a decent opportunity. Still available. So if you miss this and you want to take it, go for it. It is still available up for grabs today. All right. CSIQ, our little buddy here. I mean, come on, what's happening? We were on this really nice rebound. And right now, it seems that uh, we are trading at the 26 level again. We got a sign at 35. So at first, it looked good that we saw maybe a V-shaped uh, recovery. But uh, right now, going down again attacking the level. Let's see if we have a double bottom here and uh, CSIQ, my little buddy, I'll show you where to go from here. So let's make this a w, uh, double bottom, a W formation, and now go back up to 33, 34 so that we can start selling calls. That would be the, the plan. Is that what a dead cat bounce looks like though? <laughs> Is that the perfect chart for a dead cat bounce? Well, it would have to bounce a lot, right? <laughs> so, yeah, but uh, let her bounce. I'm fine with that. So let's see. All right, uh, GM General Motors. Uh, this is a trade that I entered. Uh, you passed on this one. Uh, General Motors, uh, let me just double check. I sold the 32.50 put. And uh, this is expiring today. So if today we're closing above 32.50, I just keep the premium, nothing is happening. If you're closing below 32.50, I will get a sign and I will be the proud owner of GM stock uh, on Monday. So we'll see what happens. Not planning to do anything. Right now we are trading at 32.79. So if I am getting assigned, I'm fine with this and I'll sell calls against it on Monday. If I'm not assigned on Monday, I'll look for new opportunities, but uh, I'm not planning to close it or do anything with it. I'll see where the chips fall today. That was a good one, Marcus. I give you that one. I did not take it, but good looking chart. All right. Another good looking chart chart. Hawk, Harley Davidson. Yeah. So that's another one that I took. Uh, you decided to pass on this one. Uh, I sold the 33 strike expiring today. Right now we are trading at 33.42. Uh, same here. I mean, I'm not planning to do anything. I'm not closing the trade today. I will see what happens if I get assigned. I'll be happy to own Harley Davidson. If I don't get a sign, that's fine with me too. So I'll just uh, wait and see what happens uh, until this afternoon. This one's been interesting. I, I think it's a solid trade, but you know, just to tackle the last three days or last two days, up 5% to those highs and then erasing all of it and falling. That's just a little bizarre, especially because normally when there's a additional, you know, repurchase of shares that's being announced, that means that there are fewer shares available, which would, you know, drive the, the stock price up. So that initial reaction made sense. The the pullback's a little bit odd. Yeah. But if you zoom out, I still like this level. I mean, this is where uh, Harley Davidson seemed to have found always a bottom when we were trading at around the 33, 32, maybe going as low as 31. So uh, that's where I'm okay being a owner of Harley Davidson. Sounds good. And, and actually, you are an owner of a Harley Davidson. I am an owner of a Harley, a Road <laughs> King classic. Yes, I love it. <laughs> nice.
All right, NEE, our little buddy here, NEE, uh, that's where we got assigned at uh, 69.50. And uh, behaving nicely today, up 0.7%, uh, but we definitely have been dropping below our strike. We are trading at 66.71. Right now, uh, this is not high enough for us to sell calls, so we need a little bit more of a bounce back, probably towards the 69 level until we can sell calls against our existing position here. That is what we need, and I'll take the two days up in a row. Yeah, sure. All right, next on the list, PNC. Yeah, PNC, a little bit of a bounce today, not too much, but up 0.75%, uh, twice as much as the indices, so that's okay. So again, we're trading at the, the lower range here that has been established if you're Zooming in a little bit, and uh, we see okay, <clears throat> we had this uh, this range here. Yeah, I almost drew it perfectly. Let's draw it a little bit closer here. So uh, we are breaking out uh, towards the lower end of the range, not taking out the lows that were established earlier. So now we just need the same here, a nice bounce back. So let me draw some arrows so that you see. That's the way to do it. Right now, that is advanced technical charting right there. It doesn't get any better. I saw that HSBC initiated PNC uh, coverage with a, a reduced rating with a target of 110, but it's also interesting to see that the uh, average rating of hold and, and targets for analysts is between 110 and 176. <laughs> so I'll take the, just just to a one, 150 works out pretty yeah, good. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> well, we'll take that. We'll look at those analysts. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we also have UPS. Uh, that's a trade that you entered on the same day that I entered uh, the General Motors and the Harley Davidson trade. Yep. So this looks like you might get a sign in this one. I would consider it almost a guarantee the way that this moves. I don't expect it to pop above 165 by the end of the day. And uh, that works for me. Looking forward to get assigned and uh, hopefully can sell some nice calls on Monday. Yeah, when we talked about it in the mastermind group, ah, I wish that I would have taken this trade instead of GM and Hawk, where I probably do not get assigned because after getting assigned, for us, this is where the fun starts, where we can sell covered yeah. calls. I mean, it doesn't happen always, as you see. This is why we are showing you here. I mean, real talk. We do have some positions if we... If you look at it, CSIQ right now, we are not able to sell calls against that position. Uh, Next Era Energy NEE not being able to sell calls against this and PNC the same. But as you have seen, we have been able to do this with ALB recently. And uh, I mean, we'll see. UPS should be fine. GM should be fine. Hawk should be fine. So that's all good. And this is just part of trading. And this is one of the reasons why we are doing the show here. We show you how we trade. And we're not sitting here and saying, you need to trade the same way. I mean, this way you see what happens when you're taking trades, uh, how we are doing it, that there are some times where they, you cannot sell calls and you just wait until the market gets back up. And uh, for us, this is part of trading and we are fine with this. This is part of our strategy. And uh, I mean, you had your mug yesterday. I brought mine today. This is where we follow our plan. But again, that's our plan and your plan might be different, which is absolutely fine. <laughs> there we go. All right, uh, back to the markets. Let's see what is happening here. Um, 
as we continue our show. Well, the S&P moving a little bit higher again, not yet at the highs of the day. Dow is trading at highs of the day. Uh, let's see where we are in the Nasdaq. Uh, well, same as S&P, not yet there yet. So it seems that today uh, the Dow is outperforming the other two indices. But uh, we will see. So what do you expect for the remainder of the day? I think we'll just kind of camp out around here, um, not really rallying much more or pulling back. And, and then I, I think traders are waiting for next week and also November when uh, you have to send me a box of uh, ribeyes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I mean, next week will probably uh, give us a much better indication of who is getting the stakes. True. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I agree. I think that today we will close higher, but I don't think that we will break above the 50-day moving average in the Nasdaq or in the S&P. I believe that today the 50-day moving average uh, will act uh, as resistance. We're a little bit further away from this in the Dow, but for the S&P and the Nasdaq, that's what I think. Maybe we close right at the 50-day moving average, and then next week is the important one. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. <laughs> hey, if you're enjoying the show and if this helps you, do us a favor and give us a like. If this is your first time here, consider subscribing and hit the little notification bell uh, so this way you get notified whenever we go live. Have a great weekend. Hope that you're making lots of money and then we'll see you again next week. Happy trading, everybody. <laughs>